0: MIDI Innovation Vault, the role of human factors in user interface design for medical devices. In this release of MIDI's Innovation Vault podcast series, Listen to MIDI's principal, Gregory Montalbano, discuss and explore his deep understanding of the importance, requirements, and methods of human factors and usability engineering innovation as related to the healthcare device industry. Series podcast two, understanding FDA perspectives on medical device development, regulatory requirements, reasons, and benefits of human factors engineering and usability research. We're talking with Gregory Montalbano. He is the co-owner of MIDI Medical Product Development. MIDI is a turnkey medical device development consulting firm That works with its clients in innovating new medical device platforms from early research and concept development to full commercialization. Greg, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to continue with our podcast series of the role of human factors in user interface design for medical devices. Greg, before we dive into the details of this podcast, can you ground us with a brief overview of today's subject matter as related to human factors engineering and usability research for medical devices?
1: Sure, Matt. In uh, today's podcast series, we'll dive into the details as related to the FDA perspectives on human factors and device development. So the topics that we'll cover today will specifically be related to understanding regulatory requirements and the methods for human factors usability testing. So we will discuss why the FDA is concerned about human factors engineering and usability and what is expected of medical device developers from the FDA, and I will review specific medical device human factors engineering examples relative to hazards, risks, and use-related causes.
0: Greg, in the previous HFE podcast, you spoke about human factors as well as usability and the user experience for medical devices. For our listeners, can you briefly clarify those terms and, and the differences between them? Sure, Matt. The term
1: human factors is defined by the American National Standards Institute and the Association of the Advancement of Medical Instrumentation in their HE75-2009 guidance document. And I'll quote them saying, the application of knowledge about human capabilities covering physical, sensory, emotional, and intellectual." and limitations to the design and development of tools, devices, systems, environments, and organizations. So Matt, human factors engineering is an applied science that takes the research knowledge discovered and uncovered of the user, usability, environment, limitations, behaviors, perceptions, and processes, and leverages that research data as the basis for human factors design tools to be applied to a medical device. The term usability is defined in the ISO and IEC 62366-2007 document as the extent to which a user can use a medical device to achieve specific goals. So the document also states the characteristic outputs of usability must establish effectiveness, efficiency, ease of user learning, and user satisfaction in a specific context. The term user experience is defined as perceptions and responses of the user that result from their experience of using a medical device or service. So usability research and human factors are not to be treated as separate entities. They are clearly linked and exist to support each other. So they both offer the opportunity to understand and to measure, analyze users and their environments to mitigate the potential sources of risk while building safer and more effective medical devices. So in essence, the combined disciplines allow us to understand how the intended users will engage with the device in order to design a user interface and experience that promotes correct and error-free use without endangering the user.
0: Got it. So the combination of tool set development disciplines such as ergonomics, HFE, and usability research are intended to enhance and support a holistic process for the design and implementation of medical devices. So Greg, switching gears, tell us why the FDA is concerned about human factors engineering and usability.
1: Well, Matt, the FDA has put regulatory process and approvals in place so that medical devices placed on the market in the U.S. are deemed reasonably safe and effective throughout the total medical devices life cycle. So the reasoning for this regulation is clear. According to the FDA, medical institutions, and CDC studies, hospital errors are the third leading cause of death in the United States. It's also estimated that up to 50% of medical device failures are tied to design issues that lead to use error. There is data directly from the FDA that shows 36% of medical device product recalls are initiated due to problems with the device's design. So it's abundantly clear that human factors and usability research plays an important role in establishing the safety and efficacy of a medical device. So whether the users are clinicians, physicians, or patients, their relationships with medical devices that are not designed properly could, frankly, be deadly.
0: Wow, Greg, those are sobering statistics.
1: Yes, as developers of medical devices, we can't afford
0: to be wrong. So, Greg, tell us what is expected by the FDA for developers of medical devices.
1: Sure. So... The FDA requires usability research and human factors evaluation to be implemented for medical devices and their systems during the design and development process. And it's also required that medical device development teams have and work under a robust, properly guided design control process of which incorporates a principled approach to usability research and human factors engineering. And that approach is to be supported by a quality process of planning, documentation, and evidence of a defined and established HFE method and correlating results. So this method must allow for the entry and maintenance of human factors documentation during the design and development process that comply with the FDA regulations. So this is done not just because it's required But because we're all after the same final goal of generating medical devices that yield safe and effective results. And all of the usability research and HFE must be integrated into an overall risk management process to reflect safe and effective results. So, part of this process involves identifying hazard examples, identifying the corresponding risks to health from that identified hazard, as well as identifying user-related causes that the hazard example could occur from.
0: Do you have an example for the listeners of a past program relative to human factors engineering hazards, risks, and the use-related causes?
1: Uh, Yes, in in particular, I can recall a next-generation wearable infusion pump that many developed with our client. And utilizing our agile process we call development DNA, Our project team documented and matricized an in-depth usability research and human factors engineering hazards examples, along with their corresponding risk to health and use-related causes. So our usability research and design control methods in that program help support the pump's usability, safety, and effectiveness, as well as identify and mitigate any use case errors.
0: Can you recall any specific hazards, risks to health, and user related causes you could outline from the infusion pump program? Hmm.
1: I think, uh, okay. I recall one hazard example was if the infusion treatment stopped prematurely. So, if I remember correctly, the corresponding risks to health from that identified hazard was two possibilities an underdose of medication or a delay of therapy. So following through the identified use related cause of this hazard example would occur from the user forgetting to resume the pump after suspending it, or the user is unaware of battery capacity. Another user related hazard example was that the user fails to detect or understand pump notifications. So, In that case, the corresponding risk to health from that identified hazard was one or a combination of four possibilities. Um, It was an overdose or potentially an underdose. Third was a delay of therapy or an incorrect therapy application. So in that case, the identified use-related cause of this hazard example would occur from Anything like the background noise or nuisance alarm causing the user to fail to detect or ignore the device's function and or the user was muffling the pump speaker either intentionally or unintentionally. So there was a lot to consider from a design control usability and safety perspective on that particular infusion pump program. I don't want to take up too much time with pump examples, so I'll just give one more that I recall Uh, So if I recall correctly, the last hazard example was the wrong medication or concentration being delivered. So the corresponding risk to health from that identified hazard could be a delay in therapy and or incorrect therapy. So the use related cause of that hazard example could occur from the user's sets up the pump with incorrect medication or concentration or the medication is correct but the user selected incorrect concentration or delivery rates.
0: It is quite clear that there are a great amount of usability criteria for medical device developers to consider in order to design safe and effective devices that meet regulatory standards. So Greg, you you mentioned that there are various regulatory groups as well as medical device standards and guidance documents that medical device professionals must follow during the development process. Can you give the listeners an overview of what organizations have issued United States regulatory and guidance documents for usability in HFE, as well as outline how professionals like MIDI apply these documents during the development process?
1: Yes, the list of general U.S. human factors, medical device standards, and guidance documents are not as exhaustive as one would think. And I will give the listeners a deep dive on that subject and more in the third installment of Mitty's innovation podcast, The Role of Human Factors in User Interface Design, entitled Organizations, U.S. Standards, Specific Device Type Standards, and International Standards.
0: Greg, that's an excellent segue. Thank you again for your time today. Thank
1: you, Matt.